Hi, I'm Danny Simon, and I lead the New Life Fellowship Church here at Manipal. I'm so glad that you tuned in with us today to listen to our audio podcast. Do subscribe so that you can tune in every week. You know, I believe that a spoken word can change lives, and my prayer and my hope is that as you listen to today's message, it will change your life as you know it. Enjoy the message. Well, today's message is going to be a little different. Okay? Uh when I say a little different because um the way this message came to me was a little uh, this I'll, I'll talk about that in just a moment but uh, let me just say this you know as you listen to today's word okay I'm praying that it would really do something inside of your hearts because when you know when God started speaking to me from this particular word that I'm going to share today okay there was a lot of things that you know that i was able to understand that i was able to grasp about what normally god does in each and every one of our lives so i've uh, titled today's message as um, it's it's not coming up right yeah uh it's called repeat mode on and i'm sure you know when you think about repeat mode i'm sure at least you know for all of you young people i'm sure it should run into your phones where you you know kind of um if you into listening to music you know on your phones you kind of put a repeat mode on the songs that you actually like to listen to anybody does that okay thank you okay fine i thought i was the only one okay so i'm just saying you know so repeat mode on okay is the title of today's message now let me tell you you know how this whole message came about okay this was a couple of years back i remember you know i still was on an android phone and there's nothing wrong with android okay no 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 offense meant to any android users here at all okay iphone is iphone but android is android okay uh, this couple of days i mean couple of weeks back you know my sister got a watch and she asked me you know how did you connect your watch to your phone and i said yours is an android you just have to switch it off and switch it on and and she's an engineer i'm a dentist okay and she did that and it it worked and she said yeah thank you android okay but i'm just saying you know I had this Android phone okay a couple of years back and I remember you know me being a dentist I had my patients who would not regularly call me up on my phone right and and uh, one time you know what happened was the phone every time I would pick my phone to answer the call the phone would just switch off just like that okay some of you might be thinking yeah that's typical android in my mind okay but i'm just saying you know it it used to happen so regularly that i got really, really irritated you know with the phone because there were some important patients there were some emergency calls that would come in but i would always find myself at the minute i answer it bam you know the whole thing goes blank and it switched off i had to restart the phone and try to figure out okay who called and stuff like that so much so two thoughts ran in my mind okay there's something wrong with the phone i think i need to repair it all right but then there's a second thought that ran inside of my mind and i'm sure some of us you know today would probably think of the second solution over the first one i thought now why am i going to spend money trying to repair this phone let me go online check up you know if there is a phone that is kind of affordable that's kind of good you know maybe better specs specifications than the one which i have right now and the one which i was having right now was roughly over 2 years old right so i'm like okay maybe i should and then i realized okay um, some of you might know this okay uh, when whenever they have a sale going on or when they're releasing a new phone or something like that um, they have this thing where they put a timer and they put that okay on this time at this particular time that's when the sale starts anyone anyone no and this is like the wrong crowd i'm talking to online i'm hoping somebody of you is you know at least relating to what i'm saying so what i found myself doing was i found this phone that i like 
okay and 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 i i looked at the time when it was supposed to be launched okay and i i was waiting on that website okay this and by then you know guess what android being android my phone had started working properly okay so i'm looking at my phone i'm looking at you know the cost that i have to pay for this new phone and the sale goes on live okay i had a good internet connection i could have bought that phone just then but then i'm thinking do i really need to buy this phone and then i just let that sale go by and then i you know that that whole thing kept coming back into my mind okay the sale is going on you know this phone may not last longer you might have to repair it might as well buy this phone might as well buy this phone but then you know things got the better of me and i decided you know what it's okay i'm going to let the sale go by i'm not going to buy the phone okay and i let the sale go by and the prices were drop and as soon as the sale thing got over the prices shot back up and i was like oh, maybe i should have maybe i should not have okay the reason i bring up the story was because you know when i thought about this whole incident you know what happened to me of course um today i have an iphone i'm just saying okay but i'm just saying you know like when i when i thought about this whole incident that took place and i began to think that isn't it true that most of us you know when it comes to our lives we almost behave the same way i want you to think about this for a moment you know many times you know what happens is you know when you're doing with something when you have something for a period of time let's say you know i was talking about my mobile phone you have a mobile phone for 1 to 2 years how many of you actually think after 2 years you need to get a change in your phone all right you know what's the problem with that the problem is the companies today let me give you let me give you a business company secret which they'll probably not tell you about okay the business companies know this one fact to be true and can i tell you that this is how they operate on okay if you were to buy something new you would really like that wouldn't you think about it anytime you get something new you're excited you're like filled with energy man it's new you know and you like to flash it around you like to do all of those things with that something that you brought new guess what the companies know this as well okay now what they have done can i tell you what they have done because they know that you love new stuff you know what they do they tend to you know what do you call they tend to make their products last for typically maybe 2 to 3 years and then they want your stuff over after 2 to 3 years to conk off or to have some issue why because then you would be thinking of buying something new it's a marketing strategy i just let the cat out of the bag okay that's what companies are doing with you i mean i want you to think about okay let's let's uh, we're talking about phones right let's think about an iphone did you know that iphone companies release a new iphone every single year so which means you know if you were to buy an iphone this year and roughly you know the indian price along with the gst everything would come like what i don't know 75 the basic minimum of an iphone would come like 75 to 80000 you spend 75 to 80000 this year in 2 years do you know what your phone becomes it becomes obsolete why because they have had another model released the next year they have had another model released the next year by 2 years the phone that you spent like 75 to 80 grand you're thinking ah oh, it's become old now Are you understanding how their psychology how their business operation works? And you know what's the problem with this? Somehow this whole thinking, you know that man, yeah, 2 years max, 3 years max, you know is all that I want to hold on to something like that. The problem with that mindset is, you know, it has crept into every single area of our lives. Every single area. You know when when 
um, I mean, I remember, you know, as a child growing up in the 80s and 90s, you know, this was not the case. The companies, you know, uh, I, I'll not forget as a child growing up, as far as I remember, all right, my dad had brought this Hitachi television set. It was a really old model, all right. But we used that TV set for almost 18 years. 18 years. And the only reason we finally decided to change it was not because it was working. Do you know why? Because, man, it had only eight channels. And you know, man, there were so many new models coming out, so many of those things happening. And we decided that, man, we needed more channels because there's more things to watch now, you know, compared to back in the 80s and the 90s. What am I trying to say? The whole mindset of, man, we need to change something. We don't want the same thing over and over and over again has crept into every single area of our lives. I want you to, I don't know if you know this, okay? Most of you are young people here, okay? Do you know that... When you look at marriages, all right, did you know that divorce rate is much higher than the number of marriages taking place today in the world? Why? Because the whole concept that, man, I've been with this guy or I've been with this girl for like the last two years. You know, the whole relationship has become boring. The whole, you know, the idea of understanding of them, I know what they are. I can predict what they think. I can this, you know, it's boring. I want to be, you know, I want something that's exciting. I want something that's different. I want something that's new. Maybe you don't relate to this. I'll tell you what you can relate to. Alright? You ready for this? I'm telling you, this will blow your mind. Okay? How many of you, when you're at home, with your parents, with your mom, with your lovely mom, who, you know, gets up in the morning, she makes breakfast for you every single morning. How many times have you gone up on the breakfast table and sat down and said, Oh, man, again? Have you said that? Come on, talk to me now. Okay, you're tired, man. It's the same breakfast. We just had this yesterday. Are you sure this is not yesterday? This is fresh. We get into this mode, man. We don't want that same thing again. We want something new. We want something different. Are you, are you relating to what I'm saying? Somehow, you know, this whole concept that, man, I don't want the same thing over and over and over again has somehow crept into our minds so much that it has affected every single area of our lives. But here's a question that I want to ask. Is there power in doing the same thing over and over again? There's a word that I want to introduce you today at the beginning of today's message. And that word is called monotony. Have you heard of the word monotony? Monotony or being monotonous is doing or being the same thing over and over and over again, regardless of how boring it might seem, how old-fashioned it might seem. All right? And the world hates that word monotony. And that is why, you know, they, they've introduced this concept. Hey, why do you want to stick with that same relationship? You know, get out of that relationship. Okay. You know, man, why do you want to have that same phone again? Man, get a new phone, man. Why do you want to spend money for repairing when you can get something on the same price? That's much cheaper. And somehow, you know, this whole concept has gotten in so much. But here's something that I want us to understand. The way the world thinks is not the way that we as Followers of Jesus Christ are supposed to think. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ this evening, I promise you that's not the way that God wants us to think. In fact, you know, Paul in his letter to the church at Rome, here's what he writes. Some of you might know this verse really well. Romans chapter 12 verse 2, here's what he says. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable perfect will of God. You know what he's saying? Listen. Don't be conformed to the pattern of this world. The world thinks that way. The world thinks, man, two years, three years, get out of that place. 
okay we we don't want the same thing again we want something new we want something different you know that's why you know many times marriages are breaking up after 2 to 3 years man they feel they're not compatible anymore they want to just take a divorce and step out people feel you know when they get into a company when they get into a job they think it's too difficult and they want to jump out of that job as well church sometimes it becomes so difficult sometimes man you just want to you know jump from one church to the other church man that church is too difficult the whole concept and the whole mentality that man it's too boring i know what happens and i know this and i i can't i can't you know get along with that whole thing but paul writes to the church and he says listen that's not the way that we are supposed to think we are not supposed to be conformed to this world that's not the pattern you know of thinking that you should have the pattern of thinking that you should have is the way that god has designed it for you now here's a question to ask every time the going gets tough when you're in a job when you're in a college when you're you know in a relationship i mean is it time for you to quit and is it time you know to get into a new place i wonder how many of us we come back you know like to, let, let me go back to the example of the phone i wonder how many of us when we go, you know when we go through that phone issue how many of us we go and ask god god is it time for me to chuck this phone and get a new one anybody prayed about a new phone we don't right somehow you know man god i think i know what to do in this area i don't need you here and we push him out does god want us to quit does god want us to you know move on into something else but the problem many times we need to come to a place where we give the entire matter into god's hands we give the entire matter into god's hands now what am i trying to say the whole idea of taking the same thing this power in being the same thing or doing the same thing or acquiring the same thing over and over and over again now some of us might be thinking hey danny but is it is it you know difficult you know or is it a problem when you think of something new okay now let me let me just flip it up for a little bit for you all right when i'm saying you know you need to go with the same when i'm saying that man there's power in monotony when i'm saying that man you got to stick you know to what you've been doing you got to stick to that same company you got to stick to that same course or you got to stick to you know what you've been doing over and over again without having the urge to quit without having the urge to you know move out the when i'm saying that i'm not saying about something else now let me give you an example all right some of us you know we we come into a place we have bad habits right okay we have bad habits now i'm not saying that man i need to go back to that bad habit and expect different results do you get what i'm saying i'm not looking at you know expecting different results just because i'm doing the same thing what do i mean by that let's say you know you want to touch a hot stove anybody touched a hot stove and burnt yourself okay the ladies are fair with that all right now just because the stove is hot and i'm touching it on this and ouch it i burnt myself all right you know what i should not touch it here i probably touch it here do i will i burn myself ouch i'm burning myself maybe that's not the maybe i need to guess what any time you touch a hot stove in any way you're going to keep burning yourself 
and i'm not talking about you know being same or doing the same thing when it comes to mistakes or when it comes to bad habits listen where you have to change those things you have to change that that's not the you know the sameness that i'm talking about there is power in monotony when i'm talking about that let me let me give you an example what do i mean by this okay i'm sure probably you'll get a little more understanding when what i'm saying from this i remember you know uh, many many years back you know when i stepped out of college all right um, there was a senior doctor and i got into his clinic okay and i started working there and i gave him a commitment of one year why because he had a lot of patients coming into his clinic and i wanted to learn my skills i wanted to be you know in my expertise everything i wanted to really pick up and he had many patients and over the one year okay my income was really good i picked up you know as much as my practical skills that i could possibly pick up from that one clinic okay and after one year when it was time for me to leave i told him okay listen i'm leaving i'm going to start my own clinic i started my own clinic and guess what it wasn't great it wasn't great okay and i've shared this so many times before but you know here's when i was preparing for this you know another thing that came to my mind i remember you know a couple of patients because they knew the clinic was new they knew that you know i was a new doctor in their town all of those things you know what they came patients would come and ask me okay doctor how long are you going to be here i mean i just started a new clinic okay and it was a difficult question to answer why because there was so many number of days that i used to be so discouraged i had to be so down why because man i was getting a good income i was having so many patients in the other clinic that i was working there were so many times when i thought that man is this the right decision that i took in my life man did i do the right decision by coming out of that clinic and starting from scratch and every single day when i tell you listen every single day regardless whether there were patients that were scheduled for that day or whether there were no patients i would get up in the morning i would dress myself up and i would go and sit in the clinic for around 6 to 8 hours the entire day this power in monotony 10 years passed by 15 years passed by can i tell you i still do the same thing every single I mean of course my number of days have been reduced now but I used to do that over and over and over and over again regardless whether I saw results or not regardless whether I could see patients or not I knew that listen if I kept going there every single day there is power in monotony there's power in repetition there's power in doing the same thing over and over again and as a result over a period of time I'm not kidding when I say listen there have been so many times when I've been so drained out by looking at the number of patients that walked into my clinic listen church what am i trying to say the entire message that i want to share today revolves around this one principle and i promise you listen when you go back from this place you take this principle you start applying this principle in every single area of your life i promise you you may not see results now you may not see results tomorrow but you will see results over a period of time here's a principle that i want to give listen if you resist the monotonous then you will miss the miraculous if you will resist if you keep saying listen same is not for me i can't keep doing the same thing over and over and over again listen i've been doing this for some time i've been studying this way for some time but i'm not seeing results i've been going to going through this whole job thing for a while but i'm not seeing results i'm not happy there i've been you know in this kind of situation so many times but i'm not happy where i am Are you going to quit or are you going to tell yourself listen there is power in monotony if i'm going to keep resisting the monotonous listen i'm going to miss the miraculous 
this is you know uh, some of you, you you might understand this okay how many of you know what's a thesis thesis yeah okay you know what's a thesis okay this is the thesis for my message okay can i tell you this the antithesis is also true i'm teaching phd students now on time okay we've got one phd student there what's the antithesis if you accept the monotonous you will see the miraculous happen in your life if you accept monotony if you know that listen as i keep doing this i mean i'm not i know i'm not seeing results now i know i'm not you know seeing anything happen now everything looks empty everything looks dry but i'm going to keep doing this why because i believe god has called me to do this and that was what prompted me to go back to my clinic where there was no patients nothing every single day man i would just sit from morning till evening that entire day not seeing a single patient but i knew there's power in monotony i knew there's power in repetition if i kept doing the same thing over and over again i would see the miraculous happen inside of my clinic and i'm not kidding 15 years later i'm been seeing that over and over again john's gospel chapter 15 verse 6 this is jesus speaking all right i want us to just read through this Jesus is saying this and I'm sure again this is a passage that's quite familiar with most of you all. I am the true vine and my father is the wine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away and every branch that bears fruit he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine you are the branches he who abides in me and i in him bears much fruit for without me you can do nothing if anyone does not abide in me he is cast out as a branch and is withered and they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burnt this entire passage jesus is basically drawing an analogy and what's he trying to say he's saying listen when you look at your relationship with me I want you to think of me Jesus as a wine. Now what's a wine? I want you to just picture with me for a moment. I want you to picture, you know, a wine is something that comes out of the soil. It's like this, you know, if you imagine a tree, the tree's got the central trunk that comes out of the soil, right? Okay? And what does the tree do as the tree grows? It branches out. And here's what Jesus is trying to say, listen, when you think of your relationship with me, I am that wine that is shooting out of the soil. I am the one who's giving the life. I am the one you know who's been providing everything that you need. And listen, you're the branches that's supposed to be connected to me. Are you picturing? Are you understanding what I'm trying to say? And that is what Jesus is saying. Now, he's going on to say, listen, if you remain connected, if you remain connected to me, the wine, the central trunk that is there, you will experience the blessings of joy of peace of love self control i mean you remember the fruit of the holy spirit we discussed about this so many times right you will see every one of those blessings to come to pass in your life but you know what's the problem okay many many translations okay we'll come back to that again okay the first was there where jesus says i'm the true wine and my father is the wine dresser many translations says he's a gardener okay now when i read the word gardener i couldn't read any further it was very difficult for me to cross that one word gardener do you know why because we don't like a gardener god you know what kind of god we like we like a genie god 
You know, it was a genie. You remember that rubbing the lamp and ask whatever you want, right? And then you ask whatever you want and then pump, pump, pump. You know, whatever you've desired, whatever you ask for comes to pass, right? We want a genie God. We don't want a gardener God. Because I want you to think with me for a moment. Who's a gardener? When you think of a gardener, what's the first image that comes into your mind? I'm not talking about his instruments. I'm talking about his attire. I'm talking about the way he looks inside the garden. Is he clean? No? Is he very dirty? He's normally very dirty. Why? Because he's been working with the soil and he's, you know, tired and he's sweaty and, you know, drops of, you know, mud is probably all over his face and, and all over his hands and all over his attire. And man, you're looking at, you know, a gardener. When you think of the, a person like a gardener, a gardener normally looks very dirty and we don't like dirty, do we? Come on, talk to me now. We don't like dirty. Why? I'll, I'll, I'll prove it to you, Okay. You know, when we think of God's word, I mean, we think about, you know, man, I want to read God's word. You know, what's the first picture that comes into our mind? Okay. We picture, I mean, people post these pictures on Instagram. You know, and I'm thinking, man, what are you really trying to do? Okay. They post this picture of Instagram. Okay. They've got this nice Bible open on a nice clean table. Right? And this is nice light, you know, that's shining. Either it's like the natural light from outside or there's this table light that's there. And this is nice clean markers on the... the Bible is opened up, fresh pages, and maybe, you know, one or two verses are marked out, man. And when you see that picture, what, what runs in your mind? Oh, man, that's like such a nice way to read the Bible, right? That's such a nice way to learn God's word, right? And we don't like dirty. We don't like dirty. We don't want, you know, the place to be unclean. We don't want, you know, dirt to be all over the place. But guess what? My father God, your father God, is a gardener God. My father God and your father God is a gardener God. And guess what? He works in the dirt. He works in the dirt. You know, a couple of years back when, when my oldest son, John, you know, who's still small, he just started going to school. And I, you know, there was this time when one day, you know, when you're coming back, it was a rainy day, you know, just like today. And, uh, on our way back to our home, you know, there was this, so many of these muddy pools that was there on the roadside. All right. And, and we brought him, you know, his uniform was like fairly new, his new shoes and stuff like that. And we're just walking back home. And, and, and you know, when you're walking back home, he, he, he looks at me and he asks me, you know, can I jump? I'm like, okay, yeah, I mean, if you want to jump, jump. I mean, what's wrong in jumping, right? And I had no idea what he had planned. When he started jumping, his first leg goes into the first puddy pool. All right. And from that puddy pool, he jumps into the next puddy pool. And guess what's happening? I'm walking right next to him. I've got a clean pair of pants. I've got a clean set of shoes. All of that dirt is flying onto me. I don't know even if you know if he remembers. He, he'll get me after this for that. Okay. But I'm just saying. Okay. All that dirt is flying on me. And guess what my response to him was? I mean, come on, what would you have done? Stop it. You know, you're dirtying me, you're dirtying your new shoes, man, stop it. Man, it's clean, it's supposed to be new, it's supposed to be good. 
And I wonder how many times when we come into a place where we're dirty, we're messed up, we've failed, we've absolutely, completely, you know, wrecked up our life. How many times do we tell God, God, stop it, Lord. I don't want this dirt. I don't want to be in this mess where I am in. I want you to clean me up completely. I want to be clean, Lord. But you know what? My gardener father, your gardener father, every time, you know, he goes into the garden and he's working constantly in the garden. And you know what he does? He takes a seed and he, you know, digs up the dirt and he puts that seed inside of that dirt. He covers up that seed, you know, with all the dirt that is there and he continues to water it every single day. Why? Because he's a truth that he knows and here's a truth that we need to understand. Growth happens inside of dirty places. Growth happens when you are buried inside of those dirty places. Places that you don't like, circumstances that you don't want to be in, situations you wish you were not in at all. And you are wishing that God would just take you out from that place, keep you in a nice, clean, hygienic place so that you wouldn't have to deal with all of the pressures that's happening inside of that place. But guess what? God keeps that seed inside of that dirt because inside of the dirt is where you and me will grow in what He wants us to grow. I hope, you know, you're getting what I'm trying to say. And the gardener comes in every single day and he sees, you know, the seed that he's planted. Maybe he's not seeing the seed. He knows the seed is planted there. He's not seeing results. He goes back comes back the next day, continues to water, continues to pour the fertilizer. He goes back, he doesn't see results. He comes back the next day. He keeps doing that over and over and over again. Why? Because he knows this principle to be true. There is power in monotony. There is power in monotony. And if you stop resisting the monotonous, you will see the miraculous. If you want to see miracles, you want to see breakthroughs in your life, listen church, here's something that I believe, you know, God wants you to hear. God wants you to understand that, listen, you may not like where you are in right now. You may not like the place or the situation that you are in right now. You've experienced failure. You've experienced rejection. You've experienced all of these dirty things that's happened inside of your life. And you've come to a place where you ask God, God, why me? Why am I going through this whole place? But you know what? You know what? Just like the song that we sang today. His eyes are on you. And he's waiting for you to sprout out of that dirt. Because one day, he knows that you're going to sprout out of that dirt. Your shoot is going to come out of that place. And you know, you're going to sprout into green leaves and you're going to sprout into flowers. And one day he will be able to see the fruit that he's desiring to see come out of your life and of mine. And he's going to allow you to remain inside of that dirt till he sees the fruit that he is looking for. And that's not easy, isn't it? It's not easy. Being in difficult places, being in messed up situations, being in places where you wish that you weren't there. But God's eyes are on you, even inside those 30 places. You know what the problem with most of us are? We look for the fruits. We look for good results. You know, when, when, you see, when you see a great marriage, you know, you look at that marriage and you think that, man, I wish I had a marriage like that. When you look at, you know, somebody scoring really well in their exams, you look at them and you wish, man, I wish I could score like them in my exams as well. When you see somebody, you know, who's, who's well-packed, and I say well-packed, you know what I mean, talking about six packs here, three packs here, three packs here, packs all over the place, right? And you look at them and you wish like, man, I wish, you know that. 
But here's something they all know and they've learned to embrace over a period of time. You know, especially, I want you to think about this for a moment. You know, those people who go into the gym, right? Okay, those well-packed people, right? Okay, when you look at those people, do you know there's only one difference between them and us? Us. I'm talking about myself as well. There's only one difference. Do you know that you have the same muscles that they have? Hello? You have the same muscles that they have. But what's the difference between them and us? The difference is that they have come to a place where they've learned to embrace a routine. They've learned to embrace the discipline. They've learned to embrace that there is toil and there's pain and there's hardship that I will have to endure if I want to see the results that I'm looking for inside of my body. You don't just wake up one fine day and you decide that you're going to the gym and then man, one day you go, you don't see results. Two days you go, you don't see results. Three days you go, you don't see results. And then you decide, you know what? Gym is maybe not meant for me. They've learned and they've decided that, listen, I'm not going to look at my results at this point. I'm going to learn to embrace the process of what I have to go through to see the results that I want. And many times, you know, for us, when it comes, you know, to our daily lives, you know, we try and we tend to embrace the results. We tend to embrace the results and we tend to refuse the process that we have to go through it to see the results that we want. But listen, even if you don't see results, are you still going to still do the same things, the right things? Because you know God has called you to do those things. Would you still, you know, do what your God has called you to do and continue to embrace the monotony, even though it looks boring, it looks like there are no results. In fact, you know, everything around you seems to be falling apart. Would you still embrace the monotony? Because you know that if you embrace the monotony, you keep doing the same things, you will experience the miraculous which God has intended for you. Embracing the monotonous is what brings in the miraculous. And what do I, what, what am I saying? You know, listen, we can keep going Sunday to Sunday, Sunday after Sunday, we can keep going to church. We can keep, you know, doing, reading the word of God. We can keep praying. We can, you know, hope and pray that, man, God, I hope to see a difference in my life. I hope to see a result in my life. But listen, maybe you're not going to see results immediately. Maybe it's going to take, you know, a few months. Maybe it's going to take a few years. Maybe it's even going to take a lifetime. But are you going to keep doing the same thing of coming into God's presence Sunday after Sunday? I'm not seeing any results. I'm not seeing any breakthrough in my life. I'm not, you know, seeing anything, you know, what God's word has promised in my life. But I'm going to keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again because I know this is what God wants me to do. Because one day, I will see the fruit which God has intended for my life. I want you to think about Joshua. Joshua in the Old Testament. Okay, Joshua was, you know, the successor of Moses. Okay, and I mean, you know the story, okay? I don't want to spend too much time on that. But I want you to think about, you know, the power of monotony. All right? Joseph was, you know, I mean, sorry, Joseph. Joshua. All right? We did like 10 weeks on Joseph, right? Joseph is still running in my mind. All right? Joshua, he had to enter into the promised land. The first city that came up his way was the city of Jericho. And he knew that man accessing Jericho or capturing Jericho would be the key to access or, you know, capture the entire remaining promised land that God had put into their hands. But there was a problem. What was the problem? There was a huge wall that was standing between them and the promised land. And Joshua goes to God and God gives him one clear instruction. Okay. And here's, you know, here's the instruction that God gives, you know, to Joshua. 
Joshua chapter 6 was 14 to 15 and the second day they marched around the city once here it wait yeah okay he told him you know god told him to march around that this okay i want you to look at you know what happens in that story and the second day they marched around the city once and returned to the camp so they did 6 days i want to stop right there okay god had instructed you know listen joshua regarding this wall the only thing that you need to do you need to walk around that wall for 6 days 7th day you're supposed to walk around it and then give a big shout and you will see the wall just breaking up so one day they walk around i want you to picture okay joshua goes back to his people from god and how many people were there anybody how many people were there there were more than like what 1 2 million people all right he goes to the people 1 to 2 million people i want you to imagine 2 million people all right he goes to 2 million people and he says hey guys i've got my strategy I pray to God and God said all you have to do is repetitively walk around this wall for 6 days and the 7th day we're going to see a breakthrough. Okay. So I'm assuming you know in that entire scenario there okay everybody is excited why because this is strategy now this is new thing and that Joshua's brought in and Joshua said man God has told that he's going to show us a breakthrough. and they're all excited and they're all charged up and they say okay day one they wake up early in the morning and they say man we're going to walk around the city you know one time okay today and we're going going to do it together let's rally around everybody and let's you know really praise god as we keep walking around they do all of those things they finish one day and they come back home and they're tired day two comes up and they still look okay man this is the second day come on let's do it let's wake up and they do all of those things and they walk around the second day third day comes in fourth day comes in joshua are you sure three days you've been doing this you sure at the seventh day we will happen can you notice there's a dip in the excitement there's a dip you know in the energy levels there's a dip you know in all of those things why because man we've been doing this again and again and you're saying something impossible is going to happen at the end of this is Okay Joshua we with you on this. 6 days. And that's why I said you know that one 6 days they did in 6 days is like a such a small sentence there but I want you to imagine the power of those 6 days they had to go through that same toil over and over again. Verse 15 but it came to pass on the 7th day that they rose early again. Okay man today is the 7th day let's wake up early come on today is going to happen. And this time, okay, about the dawning of the day, they marched around the city seven times in the same manner. Everybody say same manner. Same manner. Joshua, we walked around this one time. You said something would happen. Nothing is happening today. Is seventh day. Okay, let's do it again. It's two times, three times, four times, five times. Joshua, are you sure? We've been doing this like for six days now. Today is the seventh day, and you said this was something was going to happen. God told me something is going to happen. Do you think Joshua would have been doubting by now? Man, God, are you going to do something now? I've been doing the same thing over and over and over again, and you said something was going to happen, but I can't see anything happening, Lord. I wonder if they walked around that day on that seventh day. They walked around six times and said, "Joshua, you're crazy, man. This is this is this is too much. We can't believe you anymore." I wonder if they quit on that last march and they said that, "Joshua, no way." And guess what? They walked around it for seven times. On that day only, 
they marched around the city seven times i wonder how many times we keep doing the same thing expecting because we believed you know god said god promised in his word that this was going to happen and that's going to happen and i've been doing the same thing lord but i am not seeing results you know here's is a statement that i want to make Many times you know when we are in the presence of God many times you know when we are asking God God I want to see a breakthrough in my life and God gives us a word God gives us a promise God gave Joshua a promise that listen if you do this for 7 days you will see a breakthrough Here's a statement that I want to make listen our obedience to his revelation is what determines the size of our blessing when we are willing to be obedient to what God has told us to do When God tells us listen this is going to happen but will you be obedient to me will you keep doing the same thing even though you're not seeing any results right now listen that's when you will see the blessing come into your life but you know many of us we're in the habit of quitting too soon when we don't see results happening we're in the process of quitting too soon and you know I was thinking about this whole idea of quitting. And I went back to you know to that scripture. Okay. Because the reason and I realized you know one of the reasons why we decide that man monotony is not meant for me and I want to quit is because often the process that we have to go through is very painful, isn't it? The process that we have to go through to see results is very painful. we have to slog it out we have to work hard we have to do all of those things and i went back to that scripture okay john 15 verse 1 i've taken it out of the niv version okay i want you to just read this okay i am the true vine jesus when he was speaking i am the true vine and my father is the gardener i told you that's a translation right there he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be more fruitful we resist the process because the process is very painful and you know what 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 jesus is saying here he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes i want to show you people something i bought something looks nice looks nice you have no idea what's inside do you i was planning to bring it you know just like that but then my wife said no you know you need to put some decor around it so we put some decor around and now it looks really nice all right i'm going to pull out something from this and i'm assuming it's not something that we would really like You know what this is? It's a scissors. I'm not used to holding this because this is supposed to be for cutting fish at home. Okay. You know what it says here? Can you hear that? No? Can you hear that? You know what it says here? He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. fair enough but even every branch that does bear fruit he prunes 
so that it will be more fruitful whether you are a person who goes to church who prays who does everything guess what god does with you whether you are a person who does not go to church who stays at home who's whiling away their time guess what god does with you this is a soundtrack of what is happening in the person's life who seated right next to you right now this is a soundtrack that's playing in every single person's life whether they connected with god whether they're not connected with god you know what jesus is doing you know what god the our gardener father god is doing he's either pruning or he's cutting off is cutting off and this is you know a music you know that we need to get so acquainted with that we need to get so used to because god is in the process of doing this in every single person's life that you know it doesn't matter what age you belong to it doesn't matter you know where you come from what background you have what you've been through what you've not been through it does not matter why because god wants to make sure that the fruit that is going to come out of that is going to be the fruit that he is looking for and you know what the problem with this is it's painful it hurts this is not something i want to experience in my own life because this is so painful this is so painful but you know what god is saying listen i need to do this i need to do this i need to do this because the person that you are today is not the person that i am intending for you to become and when you get a hang of that and when you decide that listen this is painful this is hurtful but i'm going to go along with you god because i know that you are in control and i'm not going to quit you know the monotony that you have put me through this dirty soil that you put me through this horrible situation that you have placed me under i'm still believing that one day this will stop and i will see the fruit that you intended for my life to produce and when you come into that place church that is where you will start seeing the fruit of what god wants to do in this place you know what jesus is doing jesus is making the connection in this particular scripture he's making the connection between fruitfulness and faithfulness if you continue to be faithful to what god has called you to do you will start seeing a fruit whether you like it or not what do i mean by that psalms you know psalms 113 the psalmist writer he writes it this way blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly nor stands in the path of the sinners nor sits in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the lord and his law he meditates day and night he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season that brings forth its fruit in its season whose leaf shall not also wither and whatever he does shall prosper most of us you know if you've grown up in church you've by heart the scripture so many times but here's something that i want you to look at it says there listen verse 3 you will bring forth fruit in its season do you know what that means that means that every season may not be fruitful 
but when you continue to do what god has called you to do when you continue to go into god's presence when you continue to study god's word even though you are not seeing fruits right now hey guess what you're still growing on the inside and that's what it talks about there blessed is the man who meditates on his law day in and day out man there's he's not giving up he's continuing to do that but there is a time and a season when god is going to produce a fruit but the other seasons even though fruits are not visible out loud there is growth that is still happening on the inside and can i tell you this when god when jesus talks about you know being the wine and being connected to him he's not saying that listen every season i'm expecting to see a fruit from you he may not see a fruit from you because maybe it's not time for you or me for you know to produce fruit right now but listen the more we remain connected the more we keep doing the same things which god has called us and asked us to do there is a fruitfulness that is growing on the inside which is going to bear a fruit on the outside that is visible to everybody over a period of time but that process where you wait and you continue to keep doing what god has called you to do is what is going to produce the fruit of the miraculous which you are looking for in your own life You know this this other day I was talking to my mom you know about this cutting business for plants how many of you have ever cut a stem and trying to plant it somewhere else anybody okay i mean i think we've all done that sometime right and you know what she was saying i mean she's an msc botany okay so she was saying this okay this rainy season now is the best time you know to cut up plants okay why because when you cut up plants and you plant it right now in this season you're actually going to see the best fruits come out of those plants in this particular season but you know what the problem with most of us is we tend to focus on the pain we tend to focus on the failures we tend to focus on the hits one after the other one after the other man i've been going through this process again and again and again yes i've been experiencing failure i've been experiencing distress i've been experiencing all of the pain and hurt that i'm carrying inside of my life i'm not seeing any results we are focus is either on the results or our focus is either on the pain and the hurt that we are carrying very rarely do we come and have a perspective that listen i know god is still in control even in the midst of my pain and my circumstances that i'm going through right now god is in control he is my gardener god he is pruning what is supposed to be pruned he is cutting off what's not supposed to be there he's doing his work even in this midst of this garden and one day just like the psalmist writer writes there the fruit will be produced can i read this again nice sound right ost god the gardener original soundtrack you know what happens I wrote it down so I'm going to read that out okay I don't want you to miss this okay All we keep focused is on the frustration that we go through All we can see is what the people did to us All we can see is what that company or the job did to us All we can see is the failures that we saw in our studies in our exams But we need to always remember no matter what people do what god does what god does 
I don't have a word for this. I don't know what snip snip. I don't know what what do you call that. Okay. When God does it, it's going to be painful. But you are going to see what God has done through that pruning process in the time to come. I want to close with this one verse. Psalms 92, verse 13 to 14. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. Those who are planted in the house of our God. Those who are planted, can I put it modern day translation? Those who are planted in the church. Those who are planted in the church. Listen. They shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. I want this to happen in my life. I want this to happen in the life of my children. I want this to happen in the life of my children's children. That they shall continue to flourish. They shall continue to bear fruit. You know, all the days of their lives. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to quit. Every Sunday, I'm going to be in church. Every day, you know, I'm going to be in the presence of God. Every day, I'm going to keep doing the same monotonous, repetitive process, whether I see results or whether I don't see results. Because why? Because the fruit is brought in His season when He feels it's time. But I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up doing what God has called me to do. Why? Because I know when the time is right, when His time is due, the fruit will be seen to every single person who's been watching my life. I want us to just look to the Lord in prayer right now. Every eye closed. I want us to ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, what is it that you're trying to speak to me this evening? Maybe some of us here, we've been hearing the voice of the scissors so much of cutting that's been going on in our lives. So much of cutting. Many times, you know, we've been faithful, we've been doing, you know, what God has called us to do. But we haven't seen any fruit. We haven't seen anything. And the longer this process is going on, the longer and the more painful it seems. But Jesus said, I am the wine, you are the branches. And as long as you abide in me, and as long as you abide in me, you will bear fruit. I don't know if anyone was here, or whether we're listening online, whoever's listening to this, whether we're at the verge of quitting, whether we're at the verge of giving up, and I believe, you know, the Spirit of God, here's what He wants to say. Listen, He's saying, listen, don't give up. Don't quit. The breakthrough is right around the corner. The breakthrough is right around the corner. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, even as we are in your presence this evening, Lord. Lord, I want to thank you, Lord, Father, Lord, for this time that you've given to us, Lord. 
thank you father for your word that you spoke to us lord father lord many times lord father lord just like we heard in today's word lord the pruning process is not easy lord lord it hurts it pains lord father lord many times that we have to go through these breaking experiences in our lives lord and father yet at the end of the day lord father lord it gives us great comfort and it gives us great confidence to know that lord father lord that you are still in control lord that you are still in control of every situation that's happening in our lives lord and lord father lord lord it does not matter what happens in our life today lord lord we may not see results lord we may not see the experiences that we want looking for lord we may not see the results that we are looking for lord but father we know that lord as long as we are connected with you lord as long as we continue to abide in you lord father lord a day is coming lord father when we shall see the fruit come out lord the fruit that you want from our lives lord the fruit that you have desired to come out of our lives lord you shall bring it out in the name of jesus lord and no matter what the enemy whispers in our ears lord no matter what the lies the enemy keeps coming and taunting us with lord father lord give us confidence and hope not to give up lord father not to quit lord but continue to persevere lord continue to push through lord father knowing that lord father lord lord even though it looks monotonous it looks boring lord father we are going to see the results that you want us to see lord and father we're going to press on lord we're going to press on lord father lord we are not going to give up or quit just because we don't see anything happening right now lord father but lord we know that you are at work lord lord invisibly behind the scenes you are at work lord and father we believe that you are going to do great things in our lives in the days to come lord we're going to see lord not just one fruit but lord we're going to see multiple fruits that's going to come out of our lives in the name of jesus lord father we believe by faith lord that your presence is there in our midst even right now lord and as you speaking to each of us this evening lord father we pray as we leave this place lord that your word will go with us lord father lord any kind of hope any kind of encouragement that you've deposited in our hearts lord i pray this evening lord that the enemy will not take it away in the name of Jesus Lord and i pray for every person lord father who is discouraged right now lord every person who is broken who is hurting who is painful right now lord father i pray that you would lift them up lord father lord lord that they would not give up lord father lord the pruning that you're doing in their lives even right now i pray that they will hold on to you lord father that they will continue to remain in you lord jesus not get disconnected from you but continue to remain in you lord and father lord in the time that you have set lord the appointed time that you have said lord they shall see the fruit to come lord father oh we thank you lord we thank you father Once again Father I want to surrender each of us into your hands Lord as we leave from this place Father I pray that your presence would go before us Lord fight every battle that is there Lord Father Lord even this entire week Lord I surrender every one of us into your hands Lord take complete control Lord we thank you we praise you in Jesus most mighty and precious name we pray Amen let's receive the benediction may the love of God our father the grace of our lord jesus christ and the fellowship of the holy spirit be with now each and every one of us now and forevermore amen amen that really spoke to me and i pray that it spoke to you as well i want you to remember this it doesn't matter what you're going through and where you're at Our heavenly father is always with you. I want to say this if you need prayer or you want to reach out to us, send us an email or DM us on Instagram. You know, let us know if we can serve you in any way. Just a reminder, don't forget to subscribe so that you can tune in with us again and 
I'm really hoping to see you next week.